0: Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Compost comic book club. This is the series where I talk about a comic book that you might want to invest in before it's too late. I've got a brand new comic in the mail to talk about where I will review its cover art, interior art, plot and enjoyability and tell you why you might want to invest in it before it's too late. Is that enough FOMO for you? Anyway, let's open it up and see what I got. All right, so we've got drama number one published by Sirius in 1994. And here we have a classic 90s bad girl, Dawn. She first debuted in Cry for Dawn and was one of the early bad girls of comics. The history of bad girls is long and interesting. Briefly, we've got Vampirella in 1969. Electra in 1981, and then in the 90s it really blew up with a variety of bad girl characters. Lady Death in 1991, Razor in 1992, in 1993 we had She and Angela and Glory, in the mid-90s we got Witchblade, Danger Girl and more. The History of Bad Girls comics deserves to be its own series, so don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date when I put out that video. Anyway, let's talk about this book. So the character Dawn debuted in 1989 in the first issue of Cry for Dawn, published independently by Joseph Michael Linsner. First printings of Cry for Dawn number one are not too expensive, so first appearances of characters are always valuable to invest in, especially low print-run, independently published comics, especially in higher grades. Now, if you can't quite invest in that first issue, they're a little harder to find. You can find second prints and third prints. Those are fine, too. Here's another one to invest in. This is the first appearance of Dawn in color. This is one of one. It's a one-shot. Mature readers. Dawn debuted as a black-and-white independent comic of the 80s, one of my favorite niches of comics. But she was right at the very end of the 80s, at the beginning of the 90s, and is considered part of the bad girls craze of the 90s. So let's rate the various factors of this book. All right, so cover art. We have these beautiful purple tones, these um, faces in the back from characters that have existed from the previous issues. So beautiful purple tones. And then we've got Dawn herself contrasted. Her, her, her red hair really stands out as one of her defining character traits, as well as that eye. It's also part of Linsner's logo over here. It's got like a classic Egyptian, ancient Egypt motif, And so, then there's other aspects of the character that also stands out. He's a supernatural character, after all. I'll give the cover a four and a half out of five. It's just a striking cover. Those purples are beautiful. And then the white tones plus the red really stand out. I have to ding it just a little bit because you might not always want to show this off in your collection all the time, but you do you. Let's talk about interior art. So, as I said, this is the first appearance of Dawn in Color. And right away, the very first page that I see here is beautiful, beautiful red tones. This dark black clothing. She does wear clothing. Very little of it oftentimes, but it's often very striking clothing. So the fall of the goddess, psychobabble, angry Christ. So yeah, interior art, as we can see here, it can be very surrealistic, Like, what is happening with these characters over here? There's a lot of motifs in the color. See how we go from these red and pink tones to then cool blue tones. Very imaginative art. Like, what am I looking at over here? This skull character looks horrific and amazing. Beautiful expression over here. So, right away, I'm going to say this this interior art is a 5 out of 5. For an independently produced comic, this is some beautiful stuff. I've seen a lot of bad... Uh, independently produced comic art. There's a lot of it in the 80s. And so when you see some good independent art. Now, the, the paper quality is also very nice. It's a glossy, slick paper. A lot of independent... <laughs> well, that guy's not having a good time. A lot of independent... Uh... Comic books out there are just not good quality paper, not good quality art. Sometimes the anatomy is a little bit off. The mise-en-scene, that's a very fancy way of saying the scenery. Sometimes the scenery isn't as nice as it could be. And especially with the black and white comics, the art can be very, very muddy. But as we're seeing here, this is just a lot of great art. Very imaginative things to look at. As I said, it's a five out of five. Great paper stock, great coloring. It's not the sort of low quality, big two style of printing. They did a great job in the print quality as well. You know, getting a close up over here. Oh, it's a classic motif uh, of the, the, the thorn. It's a rose, but a thorn. It's got thorns, be careful. So yeah, high quality print job, great quality. Reviewing the plot, as we saw here, there are three different stories. There's also some editorializing from the creator. This is the type of comic that you really either love it or hate it. It's such a creator-owned comic. Now, look at this indulgence. Ulysses, John Francis Dooley, wipe the sleep from your eyes and embrace the light. You have slept now for a thousand years beneath Starless Nights. Etc. So some nice poetry and the like, and then the plot. You know, you can pause it and read it all on your own. But it's just this surreal story that is is captivating. I I like the Don stories because they mix the macabre, the supernatural, and then of course very sexy art. Joseph Michael Linsner is a master of the female form and even the male form and everything in between. Demons and the like, great scenery and just concepts. So the plot is also, I would give it a 4 out of 5. Once again, if you're into the swords and sorcery, supernatural, goth, emo style of of plots and the like, you'll like this stuff. I love you. I've tasted hell. I hate you. I've seen heaven. I know you. I've found myself. For some, this is uh, so pretentious over the top. And for some, this is really resonant. And it's all good. If you see these stories, these fantastical stories, and you feel something from it, if it makes you smile, if it makes you cringe, if it makes you think, if it makes you feel special down there or special up there, then it did its job. Comics is a storytelling medium, not just with text, but with visuals. The perfect marriage of visuals and text to create fascinating stories. A modern mythology. So... I'll give the plot a 4 out of 5. And lastly, the enjoyability of the book. This is so enjoyable. I just love the art. I just love the -the over-the-top nature of it. The plot is is wild. Again, pause it for yourself and and read it for yourself. Or buy your own copy before they're gone. Once again, this is a comic to invest in. So I enjoyed it. 5 out of 5. I'm going to sit down and read it page by page again. Even this huge wall of text over here. I'm in the back cover, intriguing at the very least. There's always been an element of New York in these stories. There was actually a Don 9-11 comic book. I've got a copy of that over there somewhere. Uh, there's a very rare printer's proof of it. That's the one to invest in if you get the 9-11 comic. But as for this book... Drama number 1 of 1, published in 1994 by Sirius, a.k.a. Joseph Michael Linsner, featuring the first color appearance of Dawn, classic 90s independent bad girl comic book. Definitely a comic you should be investing in. And I'd like to hear from you. Do you have any issues of Dawn? Do you have her first appearance? Is it a first print? Second print, third print? Do you have any other of her black and white series? Do you have Vampirella Meets Dawn, a more recent series, also by Linsner? Do you have any art by Lindzener for the other publishers? He does a lot of covers for Dynamite, but this is his magnum opus creation. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and we'll talk about more comics to invest in next week.